Pull those belts tight, put on your helmet, and grab a gear. It's time for another high-speed episode of Race Chaser Media's Motorsports Madness, powered by MyComputerCareer.edu. Training for a better life. Let's throw the green and send it to the hosts in the studio. The hosts in the studio have a lot to talk about tonight. Yes, we a do. Mi- a myriad. There's your word of the day. Myriad. Today's word of the day is myriad. <laughs> Missed a flash on the bottom of the screen. Yeah. Well, Chris we'll isn't quite that. that talented yet. So He's talented. We need He's to give him care. an extra pair of hands. That's Fair what enough. Need to do. <laughs> anyway, welcome to Motorsports Madness. I was wondering when you were going to get to I that. I was getting there. Powered by mycomputercareer.edu. If you'll let me finish my sentence. I'm Jacob Seelman. <laughs> He's Tom Baker. He's Randy Miller. I'm still getting used to that because we've had guests the last couple of weeks, so he's been over there, but now he's over I'll here. I'll just float, but... like back and forth, like in the middle of the show, I'll just kind of float by. Next week, up and walk around. Next yeah, week we'll just... put him in the middle and Jacob will be all confused. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Uh, well, I'm confused. I'll just, right during now, commercial yes. break, when we come back from commercial, I'll just pop up between you two, like from under the table. Like, no. <laughs> this is not Sesame Street, Randy. It could be. Well, no, we're flashing words of the day and yeah, stuff, so, I mean, exactly. we're getting close. Randy could pass his big bird. I mean, he is that yeah. tall. Well. Wow. <laughs> and I am definitely the cookie monster. There's no well, question Jacob's got the Oscar, the Oscar, the Grouch kind of color scheme going over here. So, Ouch. I mean. Ouch. Well, Oscar, yeah, I'm he hurt. is green. <laughs> I mean, he's green. It's, I mean, I wasn't trying to be mean. It's not really a trash can kind of look. <laughs> no. I hope not. <laughs> We do actually have racing to talk we about do? tonight. <laughs> we should get to that. It's a two-hour show. When we have start. We have an hour and forty-five minutes to kill. Let's go. Let's talk about something. Else. Not the, well. Not the least of which of what we have to talk about is the whole disqualification and appeal that upheld the disqualification convolution that leads to Nice Motorsports and Ross Chastain still having to go to Gateway and win this weekend. We'll talk about that coming up. We'll talk about the fact that we're going twisty turny this weekend in Sonoma, otherwise known as right and left. Okay. Because. You know, both directions sort of a thing. There's even a carousel. I feel like we're going to a theme park if there's a carousel. It may turn into that <laughs> before it's done. Perhaps. Yeah. So we have that there to talk about. Cars. Um, we have lots of different things to talk about that have happened over the course of the week. So we'll get to all of that, we promise, coming up over the course of the next two hours. Uh, but first, we're going to step aside and do a little bit of business, and when we return, we'll dig right into the news of the week here on Motorsports Madness, powered by My Computer Career. Don't go anywhere. We'll be right back. You own a performance car, and you know how to drive, but you want to learn real performance driving. Well, Bunky, get that car off the street and onto the track. Summit Point Motorsports Park, the Mid-Atlantic's premier road racing facility, located just over an hour from D.C. in nearby Summit Point, West Virginia, is the place to go. And you'll find that Friday at the track is going to give you what you need. For less than a monthly car payment, you can attend this regularly scheduled one-day instructional event in your street car on one of Summit Point's three world-class road racing circuits. You'll receive classroom instruction, skid pad instruction in their cars, including front and rear skid control and four 20-minute in-your-car instructional sessions from a professional instructor. Have fun, go fast, and really learn how to drive. Call 304-725-8444 for class schedules and details. That's 304-725-8444. Friday at the track at Summit Point Motorsports Park. Green light. Hey, girl. School zone. I'm getting hungry. Car changing lanes. You want to meet me for pizza? Stop sign. Intersection clear. Yeah, street. Pizza sounds good. 
Ballin Street? Girlin Street! <gasps> it's hard to concentrate on two things at once, like texting and driving. Stop the text, stop the wrecks. How will you stop texting and driving? Tell us at stoptextstoprex.org. Brought to you by the National Highway Traffic Safety Administration and the Ad Council. Here's an important message from Rad and this station. Hi, this is Bob Sheehan from Blues Traveler for Rad, recording artists against drunk driving. I like to party just as much as the next guy, maybe even more. But the one thing I won't do after I've had a few is get in the car and drive. Don't blow it. Always choose a designated driver. Remember, music lives and so should you. Automotive technicians and auto service trainees, how would you like to work at the beach and perform for one of the best car care centers in the nation? Lewis Meineke is now looking for skilled automotive technicians to join their award-winning team. If you're a gearhead that knows his or her stuff or a young up-and-comer that has the motivation and drive to succeed, then you need to make this call today, 302-827-2054. Lewis Meineke Car Care Center, located in beautiful Lewis, Delaware, offers a highly competitive compensation plan, great benefits, a flexible schedule, and did we mention that you're going to be working at the beach? Plus, there's a signing bonus for the right candidates. Technicians must be ASE certified and have a minimum of six years' experience. Beginners advance at your own pace in one of several entry-level positions. But whatever you do, don't wait. These jobs will go fast. Call Tim at 302-827-2054. That's 302-827-2054. Lewis Meineke Car Care Center. Rev up your career. This is Anthony Alfredo, and you're listening to the Performance Motorsports Network. Now back to the show. Welcome back to Motorsports Madness, powered by mycomputercrew.edu. Jacob Seelman, Tom Baker, Randy Miller, and I suppose we should talk about the news of the day, shouldn't we? Sure. Is that a good place to start? That's fair. Well, the news of the day is that Myatt Snyder is in the 13 truck. Shocking. Which by default, means that Johnny Sauter is not in the 13 truck That's this correct. weekend. And because this has happened, you know, after Monday, we get to say it here first, or, you know, first time that we've talked about it on this show. Much like I said was going to happen, or presumed was going to happen is maybe a better word. Johnny Sauter is suspended this weekend. And much like I said would happen, uh, his replacement is Myatt Snyder. It was a two-inch limp. I knew it was either going to be Myatt Snyder or Chase Briscoe, and then when somebody reminded me that because this is a triple-truck challenge race, nobody aside from truck series points earners could enter it, I said, oh, well, it has to be Myatt. There was no question it was going to be Myatt Snyder, at least in my mind anyway, and and a couple reasons why. Uh, One, he's still technically a part of the team. He's running a part-time schedule, and two, he drove the the truck last year. Correct. So So he's worked with a lot of those Yeah, why would you go anywhere else outside of your organization? You've got Myatt Snyder there as long as he was available. That was easy, and basically, you know, the suspension really isn't a suspension. There's nothing about it that really does anything to Johnny Sauter other than gives him a week off to go play in his late model at uh, Elko or wherever. I was going to run it. He's going to run, run it. The Dick Trickle 99. I want to say. Or the Dells. That's right. Yeah, yeah. it's the Dells. Yeah, yeah, Dells Raceway Park. Yep, right. it's the Dick Trickle 99 this weekend, which yeah. is cool. Um, 
And Johnny's Johnny's new late model scheme is fun. It's simple, but it's a throwback to the family heritage. Mm-hmm. So I like it. Um, you know, it's good that he's finding something to do this weekend, even though he's not in the truck. I mean, this was it was really a complete waste of time, in my opinion, to even penalize him if they were going to keep him in the championship race. You did absolutely nothing. You you really hurt the team more than you hurt well, Johnny. And, and see, here's where I stand on that is. I agree with the decision to not completely take him out of the playoffs. Why? What? Because it was two drivers already locked into. If if he was taking out somebody who was not yet in the playoffs and had a shot to, maybe that's a different story. But my stance on this is, if they want, if they wanted to make a statement, take you know, penalize him some playoff points, penalize him some points that take effect at the start of the playoffs to make him have to dig out of a hole at that point. But don't completely take him out of a shot to run for a championship because he's already earned that and he didn't affect anybody else's championship in the process. Well. I, I don't know. Randy, what do you think? I mean, I, I don't dislike Jacob's idea, but I would like it to be a bunch of points if that's what they were getting. Because I just don't see the penalty in the penalty. Right. If they gave him a week vacation. He just goes and plays his late model. He's already in the playoffs. I mean, I don't see what the discipline is here, really. I, like I said, I think it hurt the team more than anything because they had to go get Myatt. And, you know, kind of change up at midstream here going to Gateway. I don't, I just don't see where there's any teeth in this. Yeah, I mean, I don't believe that anything prior to Iowa should matter. So, I mean, obviously he's won those races prior to going to Iowa right. in the first place. So they shouldn't take away wins or take away anything that he's earned up to that point because that had nothing to do with this situation. But I feel like anything that happened during the race at Iowa should be what they take into account. So any playoff points he earned, any points he would have earned, any money he would have made, anything that has to do with that particular race should have been thrown out and said, okay, it's gonna basically we're going to act like you weren't even here. Because if this is the way you're going to act, then take your ball, go home, and you don't get anything. So, so it's, you're it's saying, basically just erase him from anything that happened in Iowa over the weekend. You're saying you agree with Jacob, then he keeps his playoff eligibility. I, I believe, yeah, because I don't, okay. I don't believe that, that it should have an effect on the playoff situation because he's already earned that stuff. That, that stuff had nothing to do with what happened in Iowa, although I do feel like a one-race suspension isn't enough because I agree. it's almost like it's a slap on the wrist. He goes here's and takes here's a ticket to Cancun. Goes, yeah. We'll see you next week. Mm-hmm. I mean, that's pretty much what it is. It's, you, get a free, you get a free vacation without pay, but nonetheless, you get to go play somewhere for a week and think about what you've Pretty done. Much. But is he really going to think about it? Is he no, because go he's going to be in his late model. He's going to be in his late model. He's going to come back next week. And, he's going to go know. have a good time running the late model. And, you know, I just feel like <sighs> if, you were, if you weren't going to take the playoff <laughs> shot away, then yeah. I feel like the, the driver piece of this should have been a lot more severe. Right. Because I don't think you discourage behavior with this. I mean, you basically just gave Johnny a ticket to the Dells and said, "Here, go race your late model." I think the bonus we'll points hurt more. So if you're if you're going to take points away, take the playoff bonus points exactly, away, which is right. what I that's said. That's where yeah. you're right. going to be in a disadvantage come the playoff point time. Fair enough, or the playoff time. And if I you... wouldn't mind that. I just think it needed. And I understand. Look, I mean, we used you know big fines or whatever. I I just feel like this needed to be a little stiffer than it ended up being. I also am not a fan of only Johnny getting. Um, sat for a week because Austin Hill had a major part in this too. But, you know, that's, it is what it is. And NASCAR did what they did. So I'm not going to change any minds here with that. I just, I don't think what NASCAR did in the end 
really sent any kind of strong message at all. I think it was a slap on the wrist for Johnny. Austin got away scot-free and got to finish the race. Um, so, you know, I don't think – in the end, I just don't feel like it did anything. So, uh, so in the penalty, what did they park him for? Oh, Actions I, detrimental to the sport. Sure. Yeah. I mean, that's, that that's sounds like something that would be – He didn't do anything that Austin Hill didn't do. Well, he did it under caution. Right, okay. which is where a, they're going to they're going to separate this. I, I think by Austin doing doing it under green and Johnny doing it under if caution. Anything, doing it under green is a lot worse because you're at speed. I agree. Right, but That's I feel like point. I feel like part of it is the reason. Like I, I, part of the reason why he got what he got was because he was actually speeding under caution to catch up to Austin Hill. Thank you. I don't think it had anything to do with what he did. It was the I fact just, that he was speeding past all the cars that were going at I'm minimum fine with speed. That. I just to get to Austin Hill, he could have done a lot more damage getting to him than he did when he actually got there. Go for intentionally walling a truck under but, green, but that's but Austin no Hill's far from the first driver to intentionally wall a truck under green. Well, Austin doesn't get anything. <laughs> doesn't make it right. Not nothing at all. Um, not yet. Other than Scott Miller said on Sirius XM earlier this week that Austin Hill is going to be quote under a microscope end quote from the rest of the sanctioning body until further notice. So basically probation. <laughs> yeah, yeah. More, more or less. So generally right. nothing. Basically I mean, he nothing. should have he should have at least gotten a fine. I feel like of some yeah, sort. Even exactly. if no, even if you're not going to mess with the points or anything like that, you should have at least gotten a fine. Because my problem with this is it. when when NASCAR allows this crap to go on in their national series, right. it's it's sort of a it's almost like a vertical thing because it that kind of behavior trickles down to short tracks because drivers see even at the lowest levels a kid see that well they're doing it in NASCAR so we do it everywhere else i mean and you know we've we've got to do something at some point to stop this bumper tag that we all have been playing you know for the last uh 10 15 years 20 years whatever you know we set a bad precedent with you know Dale Earnhardt and some of the other drivers in that area and i think we've just Allowed it to go on way too long, and now you got drivers and late models doing it. You got drivers and legends cars doing it. You get drive. It's just it shouldn't be taught that this is an acceptable offensive move. You, you don't just move every car that you come up on. You, you've got to teach people how to pass cleanly again. It's right. True. Although you, know? you get punched in the nose when you get in the lower series. Like the the, the lower you go, the more likely you're going to get whooped. By somebody, because I know in the, in the dirt racing world where I come from, if you did that, you would not be. It's a bit more. You would either not have a car than, uh, or a rib. Golf. One yeah. of the you'd lose one of the two things, either your car or your yeah. rib. So Man. somebody would whip you in the in the pit area for doing what you did. So exactly. Oh, I I'm gonna scroll back through Twitter now because oh, I got a fi- There was a sequence earlier this week. Uh, <laughs> It, it, that where uh, sure. Mark, yeah, Mark Martin was discussing the, mm-hmm. the the cans of whoop that got opened yes. over the years. Yes. I, I want to find it now because it was. Re- and Mark's ah, a little guy, so the, there it is. I found it. It was Mark Martin versus Buddy Baker oh, Lord. back in oh, the day. Boy. Now picture, you know, Mark's built about like Tyler Reddick is, in other words, tiny, and Buddy Baker was well, just keep looking up. <laughs> yeah, the gentle giant. Yes. Uh-huh. And uh, Mark said, "Mark said back in the earlier stages of his career that uh, Buddy about whipped his tail. He says my stomach dropped when I saw him walking toward me, and I started going the other way. <laughs> smart move. It's Something a good idea. Like that. Smart move. I mean, you know, because those guys didn't yeah. fool around. I, I, I'm going to cut you off there because we do have to take a break, Go and ahead. when we return, we can continue talking trucks and about the DQ that stayed. We'll be back with more motorsports madness in a minute." 
Do you love the sound of high revving motors and the smell of burning rubber? Do you want to get your car sideways right at the ragged edge of control? If you've always wanted to try drifting or learn to improve your drifting skills, Summit Point Motorsports Park, the Mid-Atlantic's premier motorsports facility, has the expert instructors and the specialized track to teach you how to drift and the skills necessary to drift competitively. From skid pad to open sessions, Summit Point Motorsports Park has the safe and open environment that allows drifters of all skill levels, new to intermediate, to get sideways and smoking. With a focus on safety and the skill set necessary to drift competitively, Summit Point Motorsports Park's Drift Nirvana is just the thing for you. Call for your reservation today, 304-725-8444. Or for more information, go online, summitpoint-raceway.com, or you can email them at office at bsrinc.com. Drift Nirvana, getting you sideways the right way. HMS Motorsport is the leader in motorsport safety. HMS serves a majority of NASCAR, IndyCar, and IMSA WeatherTech teams, as well as countless SCCA and club level racers and driving enthusiasts throughout North America. Featuring world-renowned brands like Schubert Helmets, Schrope Belts, Adidas Suits and Shoes, Lero Fireproof Underwear, Lifeline Fire Systems, and even Racecom Radio Kits, HMS has the right product for your type of racing and your budget. Their representatives are experts on making your track driving as safe as possible. With locations in Mooresville, North Carolina, and Danvers, Massachusetts, the staff at HMS is always ready to take the time and help you find the right product for your specific safety needs. You have family and friends who care about you, so don't settle for second when it comes to motorsport safety. Just stop in to HMS Motorsport, visit them on their website at hmsmotorsport.com, or send them a message on Facebook. Tell them the folks from Race Chaser Media set ya. What an awesome game. What's up with your car? I don't know. It won't start. How are we getting home? Chill. My parents signed me up for the roadside assistance from Lewis Meineke. It was free with my oil change. They'd come and get the car started or get us home and tow the car to the shop. Good to know. With my driving, my parents never know what to expect. When you join the Meineke Car Care Club with a $35 preferred service, you get four free months of roadside assistance, including tire change, battery jump, lockout service, towing, and more. Contact Lewis Meineke, located on Route 1, or call 827-2054. When do you think of a plumber? Like most people, even if it's an emergency, you can be confident about who will arrive to help you. For quality and reliability, count on someone you can trust. Call on the plumbing services of Hague Quality Water of Maryland. Plumbing doesn't have to be an emergency. We handle all kinds of preventative maintenance, too. Hague Quality Water of Maryland is family-owned here in Annapolis since 1993. For a refreshing choice, call us at 888-84-WATER or visit us online. Hi, I'm Noah Gregson, and you're listening to Motorsports Madness on PMN, the Performance Motorsports Network. Welcome back to Motorsports Madness, powered by mycomputercareer.edu. Jacob Seelman, Tom Baker, Randy Miller, still here, we promise. We're still here. Yeah, as long as Chris Murdoch back Sadly. in the tech shed uh, lets us Whoa. still be wow. here. Thanks, I think. Jeez. Ouch. Why did we let Johnny Sauter produce our show tonight? <laughs> <laughs> He's on vacation. <laughs> no, no, I'm Haley Deegan because I'm taking shots. Ooh. Well, why, don't you wow. go put, why don't you go put yourself on the wall and let us handle the show? Wow. Oof. On Haley Deegan note. fans, send your hate mail to Chris at. <laughs> yes. I'm playing. Haley's fine. Uh, let's talk about the DQ that's still a DQ, shall we? Yes. So, Ross Chastain got thrown out 
at Iowa over the weekend. They did. This is common knowledge. Well, the truck was way too low in the front. Let's let's try it. Let's let's word this correctly. He not, he did not the physically. truck was DQ'd. Yes. Ross didn't get thrown out. Well, he was just said driver. It's a in theory or in. It's whatever. a figure of speech. There you go. Anyway, the truck was disqualified because it was too low in the front end. Correct. So, Nice Motorsports used their option of discourse, which was to appeal, which was heard on Wednesday of this week by uh, the normal final appeals officer, Brian Moss, who unsurprisingly upheld the DQ because, well, (laughs) this is what happens when we try to appeal penalties. 99.9 times out of 100, they get upheld. Exactly. (laughs) Because this is not NASCAR's problem. It is not NASCAR's problem to prove that damage or whatever caused the truck to be too low. And in fact, as it turns out, Phil Gould spoke to Auto Week Wednesday night and said that the reason the truck was too low in the front was because of parts that they, as a lower-budget team, are being forced to reuse beyond the you know normal lifespan of said parts. He didn't specify what it was that failed, but he said that that was why the truck was then too low in the front end. But again... This is not NASCAR's problem. I challenge somebody to find me an appeal someone won against NASCAR. It's not a total win, but a few years ago when Matt Kenseth had the uh, the penalty for one of the, the engine rods being like a millimeter or whatever off, they ended up getting that reduced under appeal. And that actually had to go to final appeal before it did get reduced. But um, it's been a long time... Since a pen, I, and I would even have to go and hunt. So uh, it seems to, to find me, one that was actually totally overturned. It seems to me that it would have to be a part that would be fine un, without being heated. But then, as the heat of the truck and the racetrack, or the stress of the G force, right, would make whatever. it because Tom and I talked about this last night on on the inside pass. Because I was wondering how a part, how a truck could be fine before the race, but then not fine after the race if damage had. I mean. No damage in the world that I know of would cause the truck to be that low. Right, so right. it have to be something. But like, if it's a if it's a part that has to be a part that would be fine cold, but then as it heats up or under stress, would cause the truck to lower. So Correct. I pose a so. question to you, Jacob. Yeah, is Nice Motorsports in over their head? Um. Wow. The way you pose oh, that my. question is interesting. Um. My response to that is no. They're they're making you know far more than the best of the situation that's available to them, and they've certainly added additional sponsorship this year. Um, I don't think they're in over their head, especially no, not con- you know not considering what they're capable of. I think this was just a you know, freak situation that happened, and you know as bad as it sucks, I I don't think it's going to stop them from still having a shot to go out and bust back into the playoffs. I believe Ross Chastain comes back to Gateway this weekend and has every bit as much a shot to win as anybody he else probably, in that He probably will win. But they bought new parts. Yeah, again, he, you know, <laughs> put himself right back in playoff contention again. And, and uh, you know, we know he's going to finish in the top 20. There's just not even a doubt in anyone's mind that he's going to finish in the top 20. It's just a question of whether he can win his way back in, and I believe that that has a 
a very high probability of happening this weekend. But even if it doesn't, you got Chicagoland coming up. Um, another great track for Ross. So I, I don't really think this is a big deal in the end. And if they do get into the playoffs, then it's just going to be a bad memory. But I think that is a is something that you keep in mind because, you know, as a low-buck team, if if that part or those parts, whatever they were, if they fail, um, they failed you once, you know right. you've got to find a budget. Those, right. you know, don't let yourself get in that position again. Should have called Strutmasters. Sir, is this is this Nice's first full season? <laughs> no, this is their third full year. Third full year. Third full year. Okay. So they likely have been using those parts for the last at least two years. I no, I I wouldn't go that far. But no, I, we, don't, I don't know that. We don't no, know. No, well, no, I mean we, we I don't, don't I don't know that. But we I mean, can't assume. I, but I, but I would assume. Would, I was going to say I would assume it's more a case of where. Some teams replace parts every race or every two races. Mm-hmm. Sometimes they have to use them for four races or yeah. a situation like that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. There, there. I, and actually, there was a story I think I saw or heard about um, one of the other teams. Uh, one of the other un- underfunded teams was talking about how yeah. they have to reuse parts that were handed down to them yep. from their satellite team, whether it be JGR or whatever. Right. Um, because when they stop, obviously a team like JGR, or KBM, whatever, those guys use those parts once and then they discard them or whatever. So when those high teams discard those parts, they go to the other teams that are in their satellite organization or whatever um, to use until they can't use them anymore. So, I mean, I yeah. guess it's a matter of just handing you, handing you down a part and you use it until... You either discover that it's going to fail, or in Ross's case, it fails right. Right. at the most unfortunate time. Yep, it's unfortunate. We hate it, but as you know, has been shown across social media and other media this week, I don't think there's any shortage of motivation where no. Ross Chastain no. is concerned. Like we were talking about, you know, this is a speed bump. I don't think it's a roadblock. Yep, I had posted. I had. I uh, saw where Nisim had posted, um, you know, telling everybody thanks for all of the, you know, words of support and everything, and, and that the team is reading them when they're not working on trucks. And I had posted a comment basically saying uh, something to the effect of, you know, you, you won one race, and everybody was like, oh, this is a fluke win, you know, Ross shouldn't have won, he was just in the right place at the right time, whatever. You win a second time, and then they're like, oh, well, he's cheating now to win the race, whatever. So now the the third time that you win, they have no other choice but to call you a winner because there's no other thing you there's nothing else Correct. left for you to to do wrong exactly. other than just go win again right. and prove yourself for a third time. So. Right, right, exactly. So that's where that sits. The uh, Ross Chastain situation and the Melon Man Challenge, as he's taken to calling it on Twitter, Melon Ro- Man Challenge rolls on to Worldwide <laughs> Technology Raceway at Gateway, otherwise known as the longest racetrack name known to man. This weekend. WWTG. No, WWTRG. Oh. Oh, yeah, Raceway. <laughs> at whatever. Rand- Trust me, Ra- Randy's as confused as I was, I was when too. they was first announced it. I'm going to have listen, to have a piece of paper. My, my, my sincere, heartfelt thanks to the folks of Worldwide Technology for coming on board as naming sponsor of the track because we need all the the marketing dollars, sponsor dollars we can get in the sport. But, guys, from somebody who's been in media for 30-plus years, that name is just too long for its own good. 
But now you see, but but now you see the point that I made too. This is not totally related, but it's parallel related. This is also where us media types don't like change. We're not always good with that. So much like I'm still calling ISM Raceway Phoenix, I'm still calling Worldwide Technology Raceway at Gateway just Gateway, and but be done that, with it. And that's the problem. Is I mean ISM Raceway is nice and short. That's perfect. Worldwide Technologies Raceway at Gateway is way too long. It's bulky. And, you know, it's, for one thing, how in the world do you do a Twitter handle? I can't. I can't. WWT Raceway. I can't wait to <laughs> okay. see how the, the guys at Fox, Sport, Fox Sports 1 handles Probably about like you just I was handled say, trying to you say, can't that even say Fox Sports One. We, if we needed a guest for tonight, we should have got the guy that put the sign up on the on the around the racetrack because you know he had to be in the doghouse because it probably took him a week to put that whole entire <laughs> sign <laughs> yeah. on the racetrack somewhere. Hang on, I'm almost finished. Like I've got the, the lo- world done. I'll be back in one lunch. The logo is actually really cool. I'll pull it up so you can see it during okay. the break. It is. Track okay. logo it is actually cool. Looks I've really seen cool. Um, it, yeah. Actually, I'm sure they went through a lot of toner on those uh, nah. advertisement flyers too. Something <laughs> like Worldwide that. Technologies Raceway, it, and it's Gateway. all bl- it's all blue and red too. So See, that's a lot of colored ink. Yes. So, yeah, I'm, I'm sure HP and Lexmark are probably and rejoicing right now that the, that bill came in for that toner. <laughs> I ought to tweet. I ought to tweet at John Bissy during the uh, during the break here. Who's at o- over there at Gateway and and. Go. So we were discussing this and and see what he says. It, it might be fun. Yes, John, John's like, very a- John's very active on Twitter too. Like I enjoy uh, I enjoy paying attention to to what he and all the staff over there at Gateway are do have been doing over the last couple months with the activation and and everything that uh, Worldwide Technology has done since taking over as naming rights sponsor. I am excited about that race. This weekend, we can talk about that coming up in the next segment because I think it's going to be a very, very hotly contested event. But it will have to wait because we have Cars Tour driver Mini Tyrell coming up in the next segment. Oh, okay. So, yeah, we can put that on hold and we'll, we'll, we'll postpone the truck conversation coming up for later. But nobody told, nobody told me when Mini was coming, so... He's coming next because you can't see him coming. It's the producer's fault, Chris. I blame you. It's all Chris's fault. I love not taking the blame anymore. Oh, well. Anyway, all right. So since Chris just totally redirected this train back onto the tracks that I didn't know were there, coming up, we're going to talk to Mini Tyrell about the Cars Tour and everything else that he's been up to lately. This is Motorsports Madness powered by My Computer Career, and we'll be back right after this. Everywhere you go, you hear it, and you see it. It's coming at you through your phone, your tablet, and your computer. It's broadcast from your favorite radio station, TV networks, and cable companies. It's in the stadiums, the arenas, the ballparks. It screams for your attention at the mall. It's interactive on Main Street. It's even coming at you from the gas pump at the nearby convenience store. What is it? It's digital content. It's digital content. It's digital content. Somebody has to create it. Somebody has to manage it. So whether your dream is to write it, design it, create it, call it, produce it, voice it, host it, light it, shoot it, switch it, record it, color correct it, edit it, code it, repurpose it, tweet it, blog it, post it, compress it, upload it, replay it, or make sure it gets to where it's got to go when it's got to get there in the format it's got to be in. You need to attend Carolina School of Broadcasting. The skills you will learn, the experience you will get, and the connections you will make at Carolina School of Broadcasting will open the doors to the career you want in digital content creation and digital content management. Call or come by today. Click csbradiotv.edu. Everyone knows Strutmasters is the suspension experts for luxury vehicles, 
And now we offer motorcycle products. Introducing Easy Rider Complete Motorcycle Air Suspension brought to you by Strutmasters.com. You can raise and lower your bike with the flip of a switch. Take those long rides with the ultimate comfort of Easy Rider Air Shocks. They're backed by Strutmasters and you won't believe the low price. Check out Easy Rider Motorcycle Air Suspension at Strutmasters.com. Parents, your son or daughter has had their license for a while now, but you want to make sure they're prepared for any situation they may face on the road. High school driver's ed doesn't teach them to drive defensively. They need to be prepared for any highway emergency. For less than a month's insurance, and a whole lot less, BSR instructors at Summit Point Motorsports Park in nearby Summit Point, West Virginia, will teach your son or daughter how to respond instantly and positively to unexpected situations on the road. BSR's specialized accident avoidance training teaches swerve to avoid maneuvers at highway speed, ocular driving, which focuses driving attention on ways to avoid accidents, vehicle dynamics and feedback, skid control and skid recovery, threshold braking on straights and progressive braking on curves, and off-road recovery techniques. This is stuff driver's ed simply doesn't teach. So call BSR today, 304-725-8444. Give your kid the skill set needed to drive safely and responsibly on the highway. That's 304-725-8444. This is a test to find out if you know it all when it comes to children. Name one of the leading killers of U.S. children age 1 to 13. What's the best way to protect children in a car crash? At what age and size should a child start using a booster seat? Don't assume you know it all when it comes to car seats for your child. Go to safercar.gov slash the right seat and know for sure. Brought to you by the National Highway Traffic Safety Administration and the Ad Council. Hi, I'm Jesse Love and you're listening to Race Chaser Radio. Now back to the show. We are back to Motorsports Madness, powered by MyCompetCareer.edu. Jacob Seelman, Tom Baker, Randy Miller with you still, because, well, Chris at least let us come back from break, and that's a good thing, too, because we have a guest on the Strutmasters.com hotline who is racing in the Cars Tour this year and is back with us for the second or third time this year. We, uh, we've we had him on a few times, and we are glad to welcome Minnie Tyrell back to the program. Minnie, I know you've been been pretty busy here the last couple of weeks. Yes, sir. I have been. Talk a little bit about uh, what you what you have going on because obviously you've been busy on the racing side. And I think you've had some uh, other things going on, even perhaps on the uh, charity side of things as well. Yes, sir. So this uh, weekend at Dominion, we're holding a wrap, and we're selling some different items or raffling off different items for a uh, children's uh, dream racer car which will go in the Children's National um, Oncology Suite in Washington, D.C. Wow. Um, yeah, so we, we had a uh, vitals room there about three or four years ago that I helped pay for with uh, Lake Jackson Volunteer Fire Department. And, um, and we, we paid for that vitals room, and we saw that out, and, you know, the Jeff Borden kind of memorabilia, and I've got a little section there for myself, and then, you know, obviously the Dream Racer car, it'll be all lettered up to my late model, my black 81 car. Nice. Um, and we'd like to put that in the room. So we're holding the raffle this weekend. We're selling a uh, 81 pedal car that looks like my white race car that I won two championships. And the uh, second prize is a 1998. 
and a 1999 for the Gordon and Motorsports Bush team. Okay. Before you do that, let me go ahead and give us the first two prizes again, because uh, we kind of lost you there. Your your, uh, phone cut out a little bit. I'm sorry. Okay, so the grand prize, um, which is the first one, is the 81 pedal car that looks like my white late model stock car that I championships in the Shenandoah itself. Um, and then the second prize is the 1989 NASCAR Youth Book and a 1999 Jeff Gordon and Pepsi full-size stand from the Golden Everham Motorsports Bush team. The third prize is the 1989 Daytona 500 program autographed by the race winner Daryl Waltrip. And then the fourth prize Dale on her poster with the High Point NC Police Department, rare, and 1994 Dale Earnhardt Championship Coloring Book. That's amazing. Wow. Those are some pretty awesome prizes. So that raffle is going to take place this weekend at the uh, Cars Tour event at Dominion Raceway? Yes, sir, it will. And if we don't raise the selected goal, to get the, to pay off the Dream Racer car, we'll probably continue it on to Carteret, and we'll have some more items that could be raffled off. That's amazing. So, what is the goal here in terms of dollars? I believe it'll be about nine thousand five hundred dollars for the uh, Dream Racer car. Man, that's amazing. Well. That's uh, those prizes are unbelievable and very unique prizes as well. So hopefully um, we'll have a great crowd at Dominion and everybody will uh, take some chances because, boy, there are some awesome prizes there. Yes, sir. That'd be great. Now, what was the genesis of this idea? Uh, How did this all kind of come about? Well, we found out about the Dream Racer car who was a good friend of ours, who's Larry, who's a part of our team today. And uh, he told us about the racer car, and he thought it would be perfect for the technology suite. And, well, the only way we're going to raise some money and start to get it going is Wow, that's amazing. That's uh, I, I really am blown away by the prizes. Obviously, now... Um, the prizes that you have, you said that you had a program that was signed by Daryl Waltrip and you had, I think, some some things signed by Jeff Gordon. Were they given to you directly by the drivers or did you acquire those from uh, some other means? No, sir. Larry, again, on our team, has helped a uh, huge amount in this raffle for us. He's got in the... Uh the second, third, and fourth prize for us, uh, which he has, because he is a Jeff Gordon fan, or this thing is Jeff Gordon online. Yep. Um, he's a very Jeff Gordon fan, and he has a lot of memorabilia, and also a very big NASCAR fan. So he's helping us out this weekend, which is incredible, and we can't thank him enough. That's going to be amazing. So if any of you that are watching or listening to this show are within driving distance of uh, the Dominion Raceway, which is actually, I think it's technically in Woodford, Virginia, but it's near Fredericksburg, Spotsylvania, in that area. Um, you know, go uh, go attend this race because you gotta 
you got to take some chances here. It's for uh, it's for a tremendous cause, uh, and you can win some really unique prizes and you know that's awesome that's uh that that's that's amazing okay let's let's talk a little bit about your racing while we've got some time left in the segment um you've you've had by and large a pretty good rookie season with the cars tour fairly consistent um you know you you had a string of eighth place finishes there for a few races but um you know you've really had a pretty a pretty consistent start to the year. And it seems like as the year goes on and you have the new car now, uh, your performances are getting better and better. Yes, sir. With uh, our new car and our team, every race we seem to get a little bit better and better. And I, I would like to crack the top 10 this weekend and maybe even get into the top five. You know, I have the faith in our team and the car that I know we can do it. Um, you know, obviously last week at Langley didn't go our way too much, but we came out with 15th place finish. Car was on rails, everything was great, but, you know, just got caught up in a mess at the end and had to drive around it, unfortunately, finished 15th. Yeah, sometimes uh, the luck just runs out. Sometimes it goes for you, sometimes it goes against you. You've had a, a little bit of both this year so far, uh, but... Now, t- talk about Dominion. I mean, are, have you been there before? Have you run there a lot? Is it, do you like the track? Or, you know, what uh, what can we expect this weekend in terms of your approach to racing the track? Yes, sir. I've not run there in a uh, full-size late model stock car or a big car. I've run there in what's called a USAC midget, which is uh, oh, yeah. a little uh, for one race. So uh, it went very well for us. We went there, and we, we had a very awesome experience. And then, uh, uh, So I'm looking forward to returning and coming back. I think Dominion's a, a beautiful racetrack and a, a fun racetrack to race with the, with the amount of banking that's there. And um, it's newly paved, so it's, there's lots of grit. Cool thing about Dominion, Jacob, they have a, actually have a, a restaurant as their concession stand. That's fun. Full service yeah. restaurant bar above the, the the main grandstand. You can literally sit in there and and watch the racing. It's pretty neat. Minnie, how do you feel like the season so far for you has gone from a standpoint of of learning, kind of growing as a driver with the cars tour? You know, where do you assess you and the team being at here, kind of halfway through the year? You know, I think I think we've been very very well. Uh, you know, we've been very smart with our decisions. Obviously, we haven't had the best of a luck at about three of our races this season. Um, you know, so I think we could, you know, obviously perform just a touch better. But I think we've been very smart with uh, staying out of trouble and keeping our car in one piece every single race. And the experience has been absolutely phenomenal. These are the best drivers. East Coast and late model style cars, and there's no doubt about it. And you can go and race local racetracks and and compete and run up there in the top five, win some races, you know, kind of compete very heavily there. But when you come to the car store, it's a whole different animal. How big, as a young driver, has track time, especially at some of these places that maybe you haven't seen or have seen very little, how big has, has being able to get more laps at some of these places been for you? It's been huge, obviously, going to different racetracks that I've never been to. Um, again, like, I know Dominion, but I'll be there in a big car for the first time. And, like, showing up at Langley, you know, it's, it's very hard to adapt to the track in a day, you know, even just a couple of hours, because that's the only practice that I'm going to get before it's qualifying and race time. 
So it, it's very tricky, and I have to really focus on, on being prepared for those races and, and really work hard to, to get ready. I can't imagine running Dominion in a USAC uh, midget car because I've got to believe that that car was really fast on that track. Yeah, they they definitely roll. I think, uh, if I remember correctly, I think they elected not to actually hold a race with those cars there because of that fact. They felt like, I think the track felt like they were a little too fast. That was the national midgets. I think what Innie's, uh, what Minnie's referring to is the uh, the eastern midgets, the Speed 2 cars. Because they, they have actually raced there uh, once last year and once a couple years ago, I think. Clarify that, Minnie. Were you in a, uh, a, a Speed 2 type midget or a national midget? Uh, it was a speed two okay. type. It was okay. just eastern. Yeah, they, they, they kind of run through, you know, Virginia. And Nonetheless, they would still be faster. They would, yeah, and they and they are. I actually, you know, have seen some video That's from the from the race they ran there last year. They're they're quick, and the, you know, those cars. If you've ever seen an Eastern Midget race, I don't care, you know, Dominion or, or any other facility they run at, it, it gets wild in a hurry. There's oh, yeah. not a lot, you know, not a lot of time to react in one of those cars. Those used to be called focus no, they, midgets. Focus cars, yeah. They, they were definitely hitting speeds about just as quicker, if not faster, than late model stock cars at Dominion when I was running there. Um, and I ran it, I ran it a couple of times at Shenandoah Speedway, um, and it was extremely fast oh, i bet it was fun at shenandoah too because that's that track is so small and and i think that would be a great track for them oh yeah no they were fun they they definitely scooted you would fly down the straightaway and i remember getting in one because the late model i mean they're loud cars but these you sacks when you're in it and you're right next to the muffler i, I remember coming in I'm like dude i need heavier earplugs these things are loud <laughs> Yeah, definitely a different feel than your late model, a different sound than your late model stock car. That's for sure. Uh, yes, sir. Okay, while we've still got a couple of minutes here, about a minute and a half, uh, we know you have a lot of people that help you make your racing happen. So uh, we'll give you a shot here to give some shout outs. Absolutely. Thank you uh, so much to Castro Edge and Weber Rector for being on the car with us this weekend, this weekend and a few more races this year. Uh, causes audio who helped us out last race, um, and uh, all of my friends and family who come out and support me every race, and obviously my crew, my crew chiefs, and uh, my parents for helping me out getting getting me to the racetrack. And where can people follow you and keep track of what you're doing? Uh, they can follow me on all of the social medias at Mini Tyrell, M I N I T Y R R E L L. And your website is minityrell.com there you go and uh if you want to find out about all the charity work that Minnie has been doing uh over the last several years and keep in mind he's only 14 years old mm-hmm. uh go to his website at minityrell.com and just uh check out um that site because all the information is there about the friends of Jacqueline foundation and also uh, Minnie's mission, which he actually started several years ago and has raised a lot of money uh, from. So uh, thanks for taking some time to come on Minnie. And uh, we look forward to seeing you at dominion here in about uh, 24 hours or so. Thank you. I appreciate it. That's Minnie Tyrell. And uh, what a put together young man he is. He is definitely uh He's definitely a driver to watch going forward, especially in the marketing department. 
For sure. And uh, with all that being said, we're going to step aside when we return. We have more Motorsports Madness coming up. Don't go anywhere. When do you think of a plumber? Like most people, even if it's an emergency, you can be confident about who will arrive to help you. For quality and reliability, count on someone you can trust. Call on the plumbing services of Hague Quality Water of Maryland. Plumbing doesn't have to be an emergency. We handle all kinds of preventative maintenance, too. Hague Quality Water of Maryland is family-owned here in Annapolis since 1993. For a refreshing choice, call us at 888-84-WATER or visit us online. Here at Lewis Meineke, we're more than just your average car care center. Hey, it's Dave, your neighbor from Lewis Meineke. Whether you need an oil change, brakes, tires, or anything under the hood, we've got you covered. Take advantage of our free check engine light service as well. Yes, free. And don't forget about our free shuttle service. Never stress, we'll take care of the rest. On with life. Give us a call at Lewis Meineke, 302-827-2054. Is your job sucking the life out of you? Wake up. You can do something else. Information technology. I know what you're thinking, but I'm not a math and science person. No problem and no excuses. Because it's not rocket science. It's My Computer Career. Go to mycomputercareer.edu and take the free career evaluation today. You can start your new life as an IT pro in as little as four months. Mycomputercareer.edu. That's mycomputercareer.edu. Do you love the sound of high-revving motors and the smell of burning rubber? Do you want to get your car sideways right at the ragged edge of control? If you've always wanted to try drifting or learn to improve your drifting skills, Summit Point Motorsports Park, the Mid-Atlantic's premier motorsports facility, has the expert instructors and the specialized track to teach you how to drift and the skills necessary to drift competitively. From skid pad to open sessions, Summit Point Motorsports Park has the safe and open environment that allows drifters of all skill levels new to intermediate to get sideways and smoking with a focus on safety and the skill set necessary to drift competitively summit point motorsports parks drift nirvana is just the thing for you call for your reservation today 304-725-8444 or for more information go online summitpoint-raceway.com or you can email them at office at bsrinc.com drift nirvana getting you sideways the right way if you own a gun, you have a full-time responsibility. When you aren't using it, be sure it can't get into the hands of curious children, troubled teenagers, a thief, or anyone else who might misuse it. Your family, friends, and neighbors are all counting on you. Remember, always lock it up. For more information on firearm storage safety, visit ncpc.org. This message brought to you by the National Crime Prevention Council, the Bureau of Justice Assistance, and the Ag Council. Hi, I'm Riley Herbst, and you're listening to Race Talk on PMN, the Performance Motorsports Network. Welcome back to Motorsports Madness, powered by MyComputerCareer.edu. And I guess Riley Herbst bringing us back from break is a good way for my brain to remember that it's going to be an extremely busy day at Gateway on Saturday because there are two races in the same yep. day. There is a truck race, and there is also an Arkham and Arts Series race that's going to be going on, I think, just before the truck race, if I remember how that schedule works out right. Yep. Daily double 
if you will. And there are a handful of drivers that will be running in both races, as a matter of fact, including two from the Kyle Busch Motorsports stable in Christian Eckes and Chandler Smith. Okay. Chandler going to get another start in the 51 truck? Uh, no, Christian's in the 51 no. for uh, you know numerical branding sponsorship reasons. Uh, Chandler's in the 46. Okay. Interesting. Well, hopefully the ARCA race is a good race. It'd be it's like a, a short doubles, track race, so I guess we'll see. A doubles weekend because you have ARCA out. drivers and truck drivers, and then you have Canon drivers and cup drivers. Yeah, yeah, that's uh, and again, if you're you it, really want me to go down no, that I road, don't. we only have a minute and so many uh, seconds. Yeah, so exactly. We don't have time for that right now. Ten yeah, four. the the Cup Series obviously it's Sonoma, um, and so the Truck Series and ARCA Series are sharing gateway. Worldwide Technologies Raceway at Gateway this weekend. Yes. So and that should be fun. I'm looking down the entry list for the ARCA race. 3, 6, 9, 12, 15, 18, 22, if my math is right, which is well, slightly better than the 19 we had last time. Yeah, we're back over 20, so that's encouraging. But There's also an extra Venturini Motorsports car, and I have no idea who Gavin Harleen is. Gavin Harleen is one of the top racers in the Supercross. No, sorry. He's a truck. I think he's a truck racer. I got to look that up again. Um He's either in the Supercross series or he's a, a, one of the Stadium Super. Stadium trucks. Super. Yeah. Okay. That's yeah. No, no, that's he like Sheldon Creed was is an not, X, X game athlete. Yeah, this is not his first start in that car. I don't believe. I think yes, it's it is. Is it? It is his first start because he doesn't even have a picture on the Arca website. We'll talk more he... about Arca when we come back from this break. Don't go anywhere. We're back after this. We're growing like crazy and need account reps who know their way around agencies, the internet, and social media. Got connections? Or do you know how to get to the decision makers? Are you fearless? We need you. Internet radio, or as we call it, wireless mobile radio, is rapidly becoming the place to be with almost limitless income potential. So contact us to get involved with the fastest growing professionally produced group of internet radio stations in the world. Your imagination is the only limit here. Call 717-749-0444. That's 717-749-0444. Or you can email us at scorpionradiogroup at gmail.com. You want to ask for Sue. Okay, so Sarah, I'm dropping you off at Emily's? Yep. And Josh, you're going to? Soccer, Dad. Soccer practice. Right. Oh, by the way, I just wanted to let you know when I pick you both up, I'll be wearing my short shorts. What? No! Yep, and my dorky dad hat, and I'm going to do my dad dance for all your friends. They'll love it! Seriously? Why? Because I like my short shorts. Of course, I could be talked out of it if you guys would just buckle up your seatbelts without giving me a hard time. It's important to get your kids to buckle up for safety, no matter what it takes. And sometimes, all it takes is your parental powers of persuasion. Okay, okay, we're buckling up. See, all buckled. Good choice. I'll just have to do my dad dance at dinner time. What, what? No! Do what you have to to make sure your kids are wearing their seatbelts, even on short drives. Never give up until they buckle up. A message from the National Highway Traffic Safety Administration and the Ad Council. Visit safercar.gov slash kidsbuckleup for more information. Everyone knows Strutmasters is the suspension experts for luxury vehicles, and now we offer motorcycle products. 
Introducing Easy Rider, complete motorcycle air suspension brought to you by strutmasters.com. You can raise and lower your bike with the flip of a switch. Take those long rides with the ultimate comfort of Easy Rider air shocks. They're backed by Strutmasters, and you won't believe the low price. Check out Easy Rider motorcycle air suspension at strutmasters.com. Hi, I'm NASCAR driver William Byron. You're listening to Motorsports Madness on PMN, the Performance Motorsports Network. Welcome back to Motorsports Madness. Jacob Seelman, Tom Baker, Randy Miller. This is the second half of the show tonight as we roll through a couple of hours of racing conversation. We were talking a little bit about the whole ARCA truck doubleheader in the same night concept that's going to be happening at Gateway over the weekend. Not that it's the first time that's ever happened, but I like it when we get two races in one day. Uh, I've always been a fan of the concept, particularly at Atlanta when we get the Xfinity and truck races back to back. But I'll digress on that and digress to the point that uh, we, you know, we were talking earlier, both Christian Eckes and Cars- uh, huh, Carson, uh, Chandler Smith, um, are going to be doing double duty, and that's a lot of racing in one day for for these two young drivers. I mean, it you is. got 150 miles in the ARCA race and 200 miles in the truck race on a mile and a quarter track. That's not the easiest thing to navigate. No, it's well, no, it's actually not, but it is a fun track according to most drivers that, yes. that I've talked to. So if you're going to do double duty, this is a track where you'd want to do it. And it's this is a great stage for those two youngsters because they're the stars, basically. There's right. no cup race. There's no Xfinity race. You know, there's no IndyCar race or whatever. It is trucks and ARCA, and that's it. Yeah. And so uh, I feel like those two will have a chance to – to go out and run for the win in both divisions, and that's pretty thats pretty cool. You called this a kid's race. Do either of the two uh, elder statesmen, so to speak, Michael Self or Travis Braden, have anything to say about this? Well, sure. I, I think both of them will. I mean, they're both in good cars. Um, but I just was looking at the entry list, and pretty much all of them are, you know, 23 or 24 or below. Right. Um, and many of them are in their teens, barely 16, 17. And, you know, you've got Gavin Harleyan coming over. We talked about him just before the end of the last segment. Yes, from the, the stadium, stadium super trucks. This series. will be yeah. his first of three yep, races with Venturini Motorsports. He'll be back in the car at uh, Iowa and then have one start later this season in September yeah. as well. So uh, I'm, I'll be interested to see how he adapts. He's much a prospect. Like, much like I was interested when Sheldon Creed came across, because yeah. they're kind of cut from the same cloth as far as that's concerned. Now, coming up in our next segment, we're going to hear from a Truck Series driver who had some news this week. Stay with us. You own a performance car, and you know how to drive, but you want to learn real performance driving. Well, Bunky, get that car off the street and onto the track. Summit Point Motorsports Park, the Mid-Atlantic's premier road racing facility, located just over an hour from D.C. in nearby Summit Point, West Virginia, is the place to go. And you'll find that Friday at the track is going to give you what you need. For less than a monthly car payment, you can attend this regularly scheduled one-day instructional event in your streetcar on one of Summit Point's three world-class road racing circuits. You'll receive classroom instruction, skid pad instruction in their cars, including 
including front and rear skid control and four 20-minute in-your-car instructional sessions from a professional instructor. Have fun, go fast, and really learn how to drive. Call 304-725-8444 for class schedules and details. That's 304-725-8444. Friday at the track at Summit Point Motorsports Park. Motorsports Sales Professionals. Performance Motorsports is looking to build a team of experienced media sales professionals to represent our programming to the industry's top companies, magazines, and racing series. If you have motorsports sales or marketing experience, know how to work with agencies, understand social media, and are incredibly creative when it comes to working with clients and promotions, then we want to hear from you. Top performers are richly rewarded. Your imagination is the only limit here. Call 717-749-0444. That's 717-749-0444. Or email us at scorpionradiogroup at gmail.com. You want to ask for Sue. Is your job sucking the life out of you? Wake up. You can do something else. Information technology. I know what you're thinking, but I'm not a math and science person. No problem and no excuses. Because it's not rocket science, it's My Computer Career. Go to mycomputercareer.edu and take the free career evaluation today. You can start your new life as an IT pro in as little as four months. Mycomputercareer.edu, that's mycomputercareer.edu. The Performance Motorsports Network is a compilation of shows about motorsports. From technical to controversial to just fun, everything you like about racing and gearhead stuff is right here on one internet channel. The Performance Motorsports Network. Tell your friends about it. Hi, I'm Reed Sorensen. Racing has been a part of me and my family for as long as I can remember. I had to make tough choices early on to get to the top. It took hard work and dedication. But it's those tough choices that help me prepare for challenges I would face as a cup driver. Make the right choices today and be ready for the challenges tomorrow. This message is brought to you by the U.S. Air Force. Hi, I'm Todd Gillant, and you're listening to Race Talk on PMN, the Performance Motorsports Network. Welcome back to Motorsports Madness, powered by mycomputercareer.edu. Jacob Seelman, Tom Baker, Randy Miller uh, with you on this side of the glass. The other side of the grass is grass, <laughs> glass, wow. It's always greener. Yeah, it's, it's grass, <laughs> yeah. glass, and grass all at the same time. <laughs> I, 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 ah. Uh. I, I, uh, I Slow give down, up. Jacob. Yeah, I know. Chris Murdoch is over there as opposed to being over here, and he's punching buttons and trying to keep us on the air, and he might have to throw something at me to knock my head back on straight here in a minute. <laughs> we'll just disqualify you and then throw you out. He like, can't laugh ouch. at you too hard because... <laughs> so, Tom, uh, I, I, I suppose we ought to give some... some props here because we have some great people at mycomputercareer.edu that uh, support this show and they know a good bit more than I do about information technology and what to do with it. And English. You don't know anything about information technology. I should, but I don't. You don't. You <laughs> don't have a clue. And neither do I. However, as you say, the folks at mycomputercareer.edu have a really good handle on this and they can help you to have a really good handle on it too. And oh, by the way, there are about 2 million cybersecurity jobs that are n- not filled, unfilled in this country. 
So here's how you put yourself into the running to get one of those jobs. If you're looking for a change of career or you're looking for a first career, go to mycomputercareer.edu and take the free career evaluation test. It's free. That means it doesn't cost anything. And if you feel like this is a direction you'd like to go and IT might be for you, and oh, by the way, it is not rocket science. You do not have to be good at math or science in order to uh, become very proficient at this career. Just get involved and uh, you can you can start with mycomputercareer.edu in just a few days a week. Don't have to do this full time. You can study and work toward your proficiency. And when you're done, they will work with you to get you placed. They work with hundreds of employers. So this is really easy stuff here as far as the the way to get kind of the on-ramp into this. There's seven campuses across the country, or you can do it online, whichever is more convenient for you, whichever you prefer. Mycomputercareer.edu. It's not rocket science. It's training for a better life. Financial aid is available if you're eligible, including the GI Bill. So there's no reason not to at least look into this. If you're questioning the job that you have now, if you just hate what you're doing and you want to do something different, go to mycomputercareer.edu, take the free career evaluation and see if IT might just be for you. And thanks to all the folks from mycomputercareer.edu for being a part of the Race Chaser family. Yes. Now, to turn the tide back to some news and other news that I didn't realize until I was looking at the ARCA list, I'll start with the ARCA news because um, I kind of raised an eyebrow, and and as Randy was joking during the break because the ARCA entry list has pictures of most of the drivers next to their name and car number and all that, Uh, but Drew Dollar, who is making his ARCA debut at Gateway this weekend with DGR Crosley, has no picture. Therefore, Randy joked his shadow is driving. He doesn't have a hometown either. Oh. So... He's a nomad. He's, he's, from, an, he's, he's from nowhere. He's a mysterious Drew Dollar from mysterious USA. Yes. He's from Georgia. From I know that. Tom didn't get my reference. Uh, I, didn't, I, didn't, I didn't even I, hear I, Yeah, I didn't hear it. So From Parts Unknown. Oh, parts there you go. Ah. Yes, see, I, that didn't, yes. we didn't pick that up. Ah, WWE-ish. From, so according to Racing Reference, Drew's actually from Atlanta proper. Oh, okay. Well, so there you go. That answers the parts unknown okay. question. Well, we should but fill he, that in for yeah, him. His shadow, his shadow is still racing this weekend. Yes. <laughs> It'll be like in the video game, you know, when you make a lap and then your ghost takes over for you. That'll be Drew, the ghost. Something like that. Yes. Is that yes. Mario? That's Mario Kart, Well, no, right? it, it happens in, like, other form, like Gran Turismo and stuff. Okay. Yeah. I never played Gran Turismo. Gran Turismo so I, was I hope awesome. we're not doing Mario Kart this weekend. Don't let them run over bananas. <laughs> Johnny Sauter is in Wisconsin yes anyway key point to key point to where I was trying to get to with that is that DGR Crosley will have two ARCA cars this weekend one for Drew and one for Tanner Gray who is back in the 54 Drew going to pilot the four DGR Crosley had some truck series news a couple of days ago that Dylan Lupton going to be piloting their What's now the number, or what will be the number five truck, I don't know if it's new or if they're renumbering one of the trucks, but it'll be numbered five for six races this year, uh, starting next week at Chicagoland. Interesting. It, it is interesting, because Dylan, uh, Dylan kind of dropped off the radar a little he bit did. last year after the uh, folding of the Xfinity Series team that he and Kaz Grala were driving for, and we didn't really hear much out of him after that until now. 
Yeah, uh, it's it's an interesting situation, too, for him, because at 25 years old, he's kind of right at that point where you would say, OK, if he could get himself reestablished and have some success, he's still there's a shot for him. But, you know, he's got to do it quick. I mean, the window's closing pretty quickly here. So hopefully the six race opportunity with DGR Crosley will produce something for him. And, uh, you know, he can kind of get some momentum going into 2020. The sad part is that when these guys, you know, as young as he is still, when these guys have the top quality rides or, or, you know, are in the limelight a lot and they lose those rides and have to go under the radar, unfortunately there's people underneath of them that are just as young or younger than they are that take over their spot. Well, that's what I was going to make the point because you said as young as he is, but – in terms of current NASCAR world, he's pretty old. Yeah, twenty five. He's, tw- he's twenty five. So. Yeah, he's pretty old. Yeah, mm-hmm. but being out of the limelight for you know a year now or a little over a year, having right. these other kids come up through the ARCA series and the K&N series, and they're now taking those rides over that he once had, it's going to be harder for him to make a name for himself now because there's the, all the spotlights being put on these other kids coming up. So right. So he's uh, starting at Chicagoland next week, then Kentucky, Bristol, Las Vegas. Phoenix slash ISM Raceway and Homestead are the six. Yeah, races. those are, and see again, those are races that you would say are pretty safe races to come back. You'd to. say, and and most you of know, them are, are tracks that he's had experience. I was going to say, yep, exactly right. So should be a, kind of an easy return for him yes. in the five truck, and you know DGR pretty busy. They got a lot going on with their trucks and ARCA and all of that. So. uh Full staff is yes, at Gateway this very, weekend. Very All full hands staff. on deck. Two ARCA cars and two or three trucks. I'm going to have to double check that here. I know they've got the 50 and the yeah 54 with uh, Natalie Decker as well. So they've got two ARCA cars and three trucks this weekend. A very busy lineup. It is a very busy lineup. And like I said, they've pretty much got their entire staff headed that way. Uh, so, in fact... Um, Ty, uh, oh, I li- wait, I lied. There's no 15 this weekend, so just two trucks. And, okay. Two trucks and two ARCA cars. Taylor Gray usually runs the Cars Tour yes. for them, not running this weekend. Is he not? No. Because wow. of uh, everybody's, everybody's gateway. gateway. Yep. <laughs> Everybody not went entered. to Gateway this weekend, so there's nobody here not to help entered. him run his car. We found that out earlier. Wow. So, yeah. After the start to the year he had, that's a that's a bummer. It is a bummer. Anthony's in the 17, right? Yes. Anthony yeah. Alfredo. Alfredo will be sure. in the 17, I mean, yeah. when you, consi- when you consider that's a, that's a sleeper pick. that Taylor Gray is tied for fifth in points right now, only 36 behind Bobby McCarty, with a win, with top fives, I mean, the fact that he, that that's a travesty that he's not able to race this weekend oh. because ever because of everything else that's going on at Gateway. That that's a real shame. It is, but uh when you you know, when you've only got so much staff size, you um you have to make choices sometimes and apparently DGR has made the choice to focus on Gateway and again, they've got a lot going on there, so it's kind of uh kind of interesting that they're kind of foregoing that shot because this will probably take Taylor. Oh, easily, you know, easily. It'll, it'll completely take, it'll completely yeah. take him out of it with as good as the, the four guys ahead of him are. Yep. You know, that's a case where you have, you run every race and 
you know, it, stay out of trouble and hope that something happens to to a couple of the other guys ahead of you and and stay in it because Taylor's been remarkably yep. consistent this year. But yeah, that'll you know, missing this race this weekend will com- basically completely take him out of it. Which, like I said, it's tremendously unfortunate. That's where you wish there was some. You know, that's where you wish there's a team that could step up and give the kid a shot to keep the keep his championship hopes alive. Yeah. Kind of like what we saw um, Joe Nemechek do with Tyler Ankrum, at least giving him a shot to stay in the seat. Exactly. And, uh, you know, with that discussion, we're going to go away to a break, and we'll have more Motorsports Madness coming up in just a couple of minutes. Stick around. We still have a lot to talk about. Parents, your son or daughter has had their license for a while now, but you want to make sure they're prepared for any situation they may face on the road. High school driver's ed doesn't teach them to drive defensively. They need to be prepared for any highway emergency. For less than a month's insurance, and a whole lot less, BSR instructors at Summit Point Motorsports Park in nearby Summit Point, West Virginia, will teach your son or daughter how to respond instantly and positively to unexpected situations on the road. BSR's specialized accident avoidance training teaches swerve to avoid maneuvers at highway speed, ocular driving, which focuses driving attention on ways to avoid accidents, vehicle dynamics and feedback, skid control, and skid recovery, threshold braking on straights and progressive braking on curves, and off-road recovery techniques. This is stuff driver's ed simply doesn't teach so call bsr today 304-725-8444 give your kid the skill set needed to drive safely and responsibly on the highway that's 304-725-8444 you hear that that's the sound of america's only sports car that's right it's a corvette but not just any corvette it's your Corvette. It's that who cares if there's traffic part of your day. And this can be you when you come to Cooper Corvettes. With 60 years of Corvettes to choose from, there's always a Corvette in your budget. And they'll service any Corvette you bring in. Cooper Corvettes. On Route 1 just north of Quantico and Triangle. Call, click, or visit coopercorvettes.com. HMS Motorsport is the leader in motorsport safety. HMS serves a majority of NASCAR, IndyCar, and IMSA WeatherTech teams, as well as countless SCCA and club-level racers and driving enthusiasts throughout North America. Featuring world-renowned brands like Schubert Helmets, Schroep Belts, Adidas Suits and Shoes, Lero Fireproof Underwear, Lifeline Fire Systems, and even RaceCom Radio Kits, HMS has the right product for your type of racing and your budget. Their representatives are experts on making your track driving as safe as possible. With locations in Mooresville, North Carolina, and Danvers, Massachusetts, the staff at HMS is always ready to take the time and help you find the right product for your specific safety needs. You have family and friends who care about you, so don't settle for second when it comes to motorsport safety. Just stop in to HMS Motorsport, visit them on their website at hmsmotorsport.com, or send them a message on Facebook. Tell them the folks from Race Chaser Media sent ya. Hi, this is John Andrasik of Five for Fighting, here for RAD, the entertainment industry's voice for road safety. You know, style is a personal thing, and your lifestyle is your business. But if you take it on the road, it becomes everybody's business. So please, plan ahead, designate before you celebrate. Friends, don't let friends drive drunk. A public service announcement brought to you by RAD, the National Association of Broadcasters, and the Ad Council. Hi, I'm Cody Connor, and you're listening to Race Chaser Radio. Now back to the show. Mm-hmm. 
Blues Hour. That's yeah, that's some uh, <laughs> grass mowing blues there. Indeed. Welcome back to Motorsports Madness, powered by My Computer Career. Still, Jacob Seelman, Tom Baker, Randy Miller. We haven't changed. We could play China. <laughs> we 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 could play a Chinese fire drill. I, I don't know how well that would work. You don't but... even want me over here. You've been with me over there all night. <laughs> So I just skip along. I'm just confused. I didn't say I didn't want you over here. You're confused easy. Yeah, I really do. Like I, you know, we referenced this earlier. I'm not a big fan of change. <laughs> yeah, you're you're it's very hard. You're very routine oriented, but so am I, so I can't teach you too much. Most motorsports media are, yeah, let's just be I real so. here. Anyway. So we are still talking racing and we haven't even got so. Yeah, I know. We haven't even gotten to the fact that there actually was racing at Iowa last weekend that leads into this weekend. I mean, we did talk about Ross getting DQ'd, but we I don't even think I mentioned that Brett Moffitt was the beneficiary of Ross getting no, you DQ'd. Didn't. The but, Iowa uh, boy wins the Iowa race for the second year in a row. Yes, and puts himself and his team into the championship playoffs and scores 50,000 biggins for his uh, second place turned into first place effort and has a shot at another, what, $100,000, I guess, this weekend. Is that right? Yes, Brett Moffitt will have a shot to increase his winnings from 50000 to 150000 should he win Saturday night yeah. as so part of the Triple Threat uh, Challenge. That's pretty spectacular, and I'm sure he's going to be very aggressive because he needs to... He needs to get out there and and get another win. I look. I I think I'm glad to see that. Um, I I'm glad to see that he was in. You know that he got he got into the playoffs. But I guess what I'm trying yes. to say is I want to see him actually go win a race um, because I feel like obviously that was. Ross Chastain's race to win, right, Randy? Mm-hmm. Um, but you know, ultimately, I want to I want to see Brett Moffitt prove that that team can get it done. We know they can. Yes, but, you know, we know be, they can. It's be been much, a disappointing year so far. It would be much more unfortunate if Moffitt ends up like winning the championship, having not won a race right. officially. You know, yes. what I mean, like having the win asterisk on the the chart. Oh no, but, he's gonna I mean, he's gonna have to win in the playoffs. You well, yeah, oh, yeah, me. of course. I mean, I feel like that's definitely the case. We now have Dylan Lupton. Yes, we do. We were talking about him uh, in the last segment, yes. and uh, actually, I, I'm kind of intrigued because he's out at Irwindale Speedway, and I know you're. A, I know he's a California boy, so I want to know what he's doing at Irwindale. Dylan, uh, welcome back to the program. First off, so that begs the question: What are you doing at Irwindale? Yeah, well, thanks for having me on the show. Uh, just out here kind of trying to shake out the cobwebs, you know, and get back in a super late model before I make uh, my debut with DGR next week in Chicago. I know you've got to be excited about the opportunity to get back in the national scene. And from what it sounds like when the announcement was made, this was uh, you know, a, a, a good bit went into making this possible. Talk a little bit about the path. And, you know, we, we hadn't heard a whole lot out of you from uh, the time that the Xfinity deal uh, kind of went its different direction for you last year until now. So what have you been up to and what's gone into getting you back in the seat? Yeah, since Pogno, it's been a grind. You know, we never gave up, and we wanted to get back to the national scene, um, and I wanted to get back in a competitive ride. So me and my team worked really hard, and over the winter time, uh, we talked to David Gillen Racing a little bit, and um, we were just able to put the uh, pieces of the puzzle together and 
he had a six race deal uh, for uh, Chicago and on. So I'm really excited to get back in the truck series. Haven't had too much experience, but uh, I know DVR builds great, great trucks and looking to go contend for wins. It's been three years since you've been in a truck at all. I mean, what what do you remember from your handful of truck starts that you've that you have had, and how much you know how much rust do you feel like there's going to be to knock off as far as you know what what you were used to in the Xfinity car compared to uh, to how the trucks drive? Yeah, I learned that uh, clean air is king. You know, these trucks are so air dependent, especially racing side by side with one another. So just going to have to go out there and keep that in mind. Um, but, you know, other than that, it'll just be like uh, racing like usual. It really uh, was great to see that you were able to put this deal together. I'm curious, uh, actually, for how long have you known this was going to happen? Because um, I it, it seems like the announcement's coming kind of right on the heels of your your first start. So, uh, how did it, what was the timing on this? I, like I said, we've been working hard ever since Pocono of last year, but you know, the deal we were able to finalize probably around beginning of May. Okay. Um, end of April, beginning of May. But, um, yeah, it's been months and months of hard work. And then after the deal was done, we just try to find good timing when NASCAR had a few breaks and schedule to be able to come out and make, announcement you've got one start i know you you've been to chicagoland at least once before in the xfinity car and uh, that race you know three or four years ago you were actually running pretty well before you got collected in a crash there late uh, what do you remember about the track you know what what stands out to you about it is it a place that you enjoyed going to when you were there before like you said i haven't been there in a long time i think last time i was there was 2015 but i picked chicago because you know, it's a, it's a fun racetrack. It's getting worn out because of all the harsh winters. So, you know, the fall off is getting more and more um, each year along the run. But also, I like Chicago because it, it offers you multiple lanes. Um, you know, Texas is one of my favorite tracks to go to. However, you know, you're kind of stuck to one lane and, you know, you can make it too wide. But, um, you know, usually you have to take and give a little bit there because of uh, just how new the surface is and the rubber but uh, a place like chicagoland you know you can run up top by the fence or you can run right down on the bottom so it'll be fun to kind of mix it up and run all over the track wherever i can get clean air to make passes your path the last couple years has been interesting because you came in as, as kind of a really highly touted prospect when you were going through the NASCAR Next program. And I know, as you mentioned, it's been a lot of fighting to get back to this point and have another opportunity. You know, how do you feel like you've grown or, or you know, what do you feel like you've learned from, from the process of where you were when you first came in a few years ago to where you're at now? You know, yeah, it's been a struggle. Um, the last four or five years, I haven't, unfortunately, I haven't had that funding to be able to go full-time, so it's been on a part-time basis, and it's been with different teams and different series, so I've had to learn quite a bit, and unfortunately, I haven't been in the car each and every week and be able to build um, on the previous weekend, so it's been, it's been a grind. Um, however, last two years, I've been able to make you know, quite a few starts in the Xfinity series, 
and I was able to learn a ton, especially on the mile and a half and uh, bigger tracks. So I think going into the truck series now, I'm, I'm fully prepared to go in there with a team like DGR Crosley and go out there and uh, try to get a win. I know as drivers, wins are always the goal, but uh, you know what? What do you guys see overall as kind of, as kind of the goal for this for this six race program? Do you believe that it'll be a case where you can get acclimated quickly and and be able to come right out and take a shot at it? Uh, you know, I think so. Um, as you, as you've uh, seen in the past, you know, DJR Crosley they've been qualifying really really well and uh, running inside the top 10 uh, majority of races. So I think hopefully with a little bit of my experience, um, I'm able to come in there and run inside the top 10, and we're able to build on, you know, some of these races. And, yeah, at the end of the year, we are a team that uh, is looking to uh, contend for wins. We know that Ryan Reed did well in his quasi return with uh with one of the trucks and and they've had great speed all year uh this is about as competitive of a truck series lineup from top to bottom this year as it's probably ever been uh so you certainly will have an opportunity but uh the competition surely thick this year for sure yeah i don't shy away from competition i can't like I said, I can't reiterate enough how, how uh, you know, talented these group of guys are at David Gillen Racing. And then having a guy like David Gillen in my corner where I could lean on him and ask him questions, especially coming <clears throat> into the truck series with limited starts. And I'm able to lean on him on, you know, really what kind of balance I need um, in practice that way when I'm, you know, in a pack on restarts that, you know, we aren't too tight or too loose. Uh, so it'll be great having uh, him in my corner and being able to work with him throughout the year. We got about thirty seconds left here in this segment. Uh, we want to give you a chance to give any shout outs or thank yous to sponsors, supporters, or otherwise that are helping make this deal possible for you. Yeah, again, I can't thank David Gillen Racing enough, uh, Crosley, um, for letting me come over to the team and have an opportunity to get back in the national scene. I got to thank Fatal Clothing. Uh, for their continued support and all the friends and family that have stuck by us and worked hard to get me back uh, to this uh, to uh, the truck series. Well, we're excited for you, Dylan, and uh, definitely looking forward to seeing you hit the racetrack next week at Chicagoland. Uh, best of luck, and uh, we'll hope to get you back on here before the end of the season to talk about uh, the program as you get more track time. I appreciate it. Thank you, guys. That's Dylan Lupton, and uh, I think there's you know I think there's a lot of reason to be optimistic, Tom. You oh, referenced yeah. the Ryan Reed situation, and uh, you know I think he could come in and easily perform at the same level that Ryan did. Oh, at least uh, you know Dylan's a good racer, and it, that team has been fast across the board the last few starts, especially. Uh, so I I definitely think Dylan has a shot at coming mm-hmm. out and being a top five to top ten truck. I think Tyler Ankrum's third place finish uh, from a couple weeks ago at Texas ought to give everybody at DG. G.R. Crosley, reason to uh, be optimistic. Yes. We'll step aside more right after this. How to be a great dad in 15 seconds. Bike ride, go fish, walk in the park, phone call, milkshake, play catch, picnic, fly a kite, tell jokes, laugh, talk, read a story, tell a story, bumper car, swing set, bowling, pillow fight, cut loose, stay tight. Because the smallest moments can have the biggest impact on a child's life. Take time to be a dad today. 
Call 877-4DAD-411 or visit fatherhood.gov. Brought to you by the U.S. Department of Health and Human Services and the Ad Council. Automotive technicians and auto service trainees, how would you like to work at the beach and perform for one of the best car care centers in the nation? Lewis Meineke is now looking for skilled automotive technicians to join their award-winning team. If you're a gearhead that knows his or her stuff or a young up-and-comer that has the motivation and drive to succeed, then you need to make this call today, 302-827-2054. Lewis Meineke Car Care Center, located in beautiful Lewis, Delaware, offers a highly competitive compensation plan, great benefits, a flexible schedule, and did we mention that you're going to be working at the beach? Plus, there's a signing bonus for the right candidates. Technicians must be ASE certified and have a minimum of six years' experience. Beginners advance at your own pace in one of several entry-level positions. But whatever you do, don't wait. These jobs will go fast. Call Tim at 302-827-2054. That's 302-827-2054. Lewis Meineke Car Care Center. Rev up your career. You hear that? That's the sound of America's only sports car. That's right. It's a Corvette. But not just any Corvette. It's your Corvette. It's that who cares if there's traffic part of your day. And this can be you when you come to Cooper Corvettes. With 60 years of Corvettes to choose from, there's always a Corvette in your budget. And they'll service any Corvette you bring in. Cooper Corvettes. On Route 1 just north of Quantico and Triangle. Call, click, or visit coopercorvettes.com. HMS Motorsport is the leader in motorsport safety. HMS serves the majority of NASCAR, IndyCar, and IMSA WeatherTech teams, as well as countless SCCA and club-level racers and driving enthusiasts throughout North America. The representatives are experts on making your track driving as safe as possible. You have family and friends who care about you, so don't settle for second when it comes to motorsport safety. Stop into HMS Motorsport, visit them on their website at hmsmotorsport.com, or send them a Facebook message and tell them the folks from Race Chaser Media sent you. How to deal with someone who says that's so gay. Outsmart them. This party is, like, so gay. Totally. Excuse me, but did you ladies know the word gay used to mean happy or excited? Then it became a word used to describe gay people. Then somehow it came to mean dumb or stupid, which is how you just used it, which is not very nice. Ew, that guy is on the football team and super smart, and he totally hates us now. Totally. When you say that's so gay, do you realize what you say? Knock it off. Learn more at thinkbeforeyouspeak.com. Hi, I'm Zane Smith, and you're listening to Race Talk on the Performance Motorsports Network. Now back to the show. That lets me get a couple of points here yes. as we come back Oosh. from break because that that's a driver who deserves a shout-out. Zane Huge Smith shout out. did a tremendous job from the NASCAR Xfinity Series race on Sunday afternoon at Iowa. Qualified third, ran, never led a lap, but ran among the top five virtually the entire race. Ended up with a fifth-place finish, and I felt like proved with beyond a shadow of a doubt. I mean, you know, I've been... At times, openly critical of Zane, and you know, just because I've been waiting to see something really concrete from him at this kind of a level, and Sunday at Iowa showed me that he has certainly earned his place in his limited starts in the NASCAR Xfinity Series. That, to me, was one of his best drives to date. I believe uh, that all year long, Zane has either outperformed Noah Gregson or he's been right there with him. Yes. I feel like Zane 
should get a lot of credit for what he's done, as you say, in his limited starts, because every time he's been in that car, Randy, he's either been top five or just outside of the top five. And he's logging laps. He's not getting himself in trouble. I think he's done a great job. Mm-hmm. The thing to know, too, is that he's not in that car every week. No, so, right. I mean, there's six or you know six or eight yep. races between his starts. And so it's not like he's consistently getting laps in that car every week. So to be able to to get off a good finish, be out of the car for a little while, get back in it and be able to do the exact same thing all over yep. again is, is a hugely commendable thing. Yeah, and I mean, let's, you know, when you look back at his rostrum this year, his first race at Vegas, he was running top 10 until one of those late restart overtime crashes that took him out yep. and left him in 24th. He was 11th at Bristol in a race where he ran in, in the top 10 for a good yep. portion of that race, 6th at Richmond, ninth at Dover, and now 5th at Iowa. The last three, you know, he's been top Top nine in each of the last three races and a career best in the Iowa race on Sunday. So Zane certainly has uh, made no bones about showing people he, he's here and he's here to contend for top finishes and race wins, which is great to see. Another nugget on that eight car is that uh, they have announced now, I think, the ninth different driver who will pilot that car this season, going to do so in two of the road course races coming up here during the summer stretch for the Xfinity Series as Dale Jr said the band's coming back together regan smith is back in the eight car for uh i believe it's mid ohio and Road america. Road america it's about time dale jr mm-hmm. uh of course you know you gotta wait till regan's done with his fox correct too but correct that regan needs to be in a full-time ride that can win races and why he isn't i have zero I idea i don't i don't buy your argument if you have to wait for Regan to finish his Fox commitments. Why? Because Dale Jr. is running Darlington. Well, if Regan's last name was Earnhardt, he probably would be able to do some of That's those That's an Xfinity too, race. It's different yeah, than a you don't, race. Uh, you don't very often see drivers doing That's that That's an Xfinity sort of race? It's different from a cup race? Yeah. Well, well Regan's running an Xfinity race. I, I know that, but Regan's also not a part of the Fox rotate of the regular Fox rotation for Xfinity like Dale Jr. is on the NBC side, but it's also easier to let a driver out out, you know, for a race that's not the premier race, Chris, is the point well, Regan's, that I was trying to make. I see. I don't know if I Regan's called, but been in both Xfinity He's been and in both, Cup, but, but his predominant role has been on the Cup. Side. Yeah, but I mean, I, I don't think you you run any races till you should done only with strengthen that my point that he can work in a yeah, Xfinity race. But I just don't think I don't think that is what anybody including Regan wants the to answer do. to the argument is it's, junior it's yeah junior. yeah it doesn't matter yeah um, junior can do whatever he yeah, wants junior junior <laughs> gets those privileges <laughs> and I'm not saying that's a bad right. thing I'm just right. saying well I also love that I also love the two races that they're bringing Regan back for because let's remind ourselves Regan Smith is one heck of a road yes, racer. yes he mm-hmm. is and you know he's this is really perfect because in that <clears throat> excuse me in that situation you got to a race that he's won before and you know another race on a course that he is really good at you know the the only thing that i that i think would have been better would have been if he was actually d- does xfinity runs the glen right 
Yes. Yeah. It would have been uh, great to see him run the Glen as well because they may have already sold that for somebody else. He's from Cato, New York. Yes. So that would have been right in his neck of the woods where, you know, you get to invite the family and friends out to watch your runs. Yeah. I mean, consider that this will be Regan's first Xfinity start period since 2017. Yeah. And, you know, the last time he ran full time for JRM was 2015. So it's been a while. It's been a while. And that's, you know, those two are very good friends. And I think. Sure. That, you know, again, instant shot at winning. Absolutely. Um, oh, absolutely. You know, I think he, of all the drivers that have driven the eight car this year, I think the best pure talent that's been in that seat is going to be Regan Smith. And every single one of them has been fast. Yeah. Every yes. single yeah. person that's been in the eight yeah. car has that, been. And, and that, to me, is the cool thing because Randy's right. There is not a driver this year that has stepped into that eight car and not instantly showed top 10 speed. Mm-hmm. Agreed. Whether it's been Jeb Burton, Ryan Priest, Zane Smith. Uh, Chase Elliott, obviously. And, you know, I don't. I don't care who the driver has been that's been in it. It's been quick, and it's yeah. outperformed I, the the full time junior motorsports guys a lot. Of in the a times lot of too. cases, in fact, the only JRM car that finished ahead of the eight car at Iowa uh, over the past weekend was the seven of Justin Allgaier. And you and you bringing up Regan Smith and talking about the eight car allows me to do a plug for a driver. Who's driving the eight car in a couple weeks? Sheldon Creed driving the eight car at Daytona. At Daytona, that's yeah. right. It's going to be interesting to see how that goes, and it gives us an opportunity since this is—is is this our? Is this last is our week's, li- yeah, yeah. Uh, to talk about uh, a member of the Fox team that's going to be going away. Yes. after this, race. and I want to get to that in about fifteen seconds, long enough to plug uh, congratulations to Christopher Bell on his ser- Xfinity Series leading fourth win of the season at Iowa. There wasn't much to talk about there. Bell no. led one hundred eighty. 6 of 250, and the only car that could stay with him was Cole Custer in the double zero. So yeah, Tyler that, had a pretty, really bad day. He did, and it wasn't Tyler's fault. He got, no. pin, he got pinned a lap down by an early caution and just could never make it up again. Ended up 15th broker. I mean, when you have a string of 10 consecutive top five finishes, anything worse than fifth is going to look like a <laughs> really bad day. But, I mean, but it was a bad day. It, he just it wasn't was. competitive. Well, you know, and, and, after that and, happened, he and, just and, couldn't get himself no, out of no, the hole. And, and no, if you look at the lap times, it's not that he wasn't competitive. It's just that he could never get the lap back. He That's was what running. I said he couldn't he, get himself out of yeah, the hole. He was running times as fast as well, the leaders the entire rest of the race. But, but when you're stuck, a, back, when so. you're stuck a lap down, it yeah, it just ends your day. He's still the championship leader by 51 points in the regular season over Christopher Bell, Cole Custer, third. Now let's talk about our lightning round for a few minutes and talk about the fact that DW is, in fact, making his last ride this weekend in the broadcast booth at Sonoma after 19 years. Ricky Stenhouse paying tribute with one of the famous chrome number schemes aboard the 17 this weekend. Roush performance, and thank you, DW, on the quarter panels of that car. I gave you. I even gave you a week to think about it, Tom. Favorite DW memory. Hey, don't 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 discount Matt DiBenedetto's throwback. Oh, that's yes. right. D Burrito's running a throwback yeah, too with the, the ninety five car. Well, I, well, I mentioned this, Ricky. Yeah, there's, yeah. One, there's another one. There's another one too. There's the third one. Uh, Eric Jones, maybe. Eric, no, Did he run the twenty? No, or no, no, duh, Hamlin, the eleven. Yeah. No, it's somebody else. No, no, it is the is eleven. It, I remember. Hamlin? Yes, it's Hamlin okay. because DW's most famous number was eleven. Oh yeah, that's right. So. Okay. Yeah, Hamlin, DiBurrito, so and Stenhouse. I assume Hamlin's Hall. running a Budweiser, or is he running a Mountain Dew? I'm guessing it's probably a, a FedEx 
Fed, uh, whatever well, FedEx, FedEx is sponsoring, whatever but... FedEx's green brand okay. is, and and probably Ground. nodding to Mountain Dew. Ground. Thank you. Chris. Okay. So... Anyway, we got five minutes left. I want to get around the table on this favorite DW memory. I gave you a week to think I about know, it. No, you gave me a week, and it's so hard for me. I the one that immediately stands out is the Daytona 500 win and, and the icky shuffle. 1989. Yeah, yeah. I mean, you know, the 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 absolute joy. Uh, with no pun intended, when he, you know, I wonder they do the 500. I wonder they do the 500. You know, and just, then he looks at Mike Jones and goes, "Wait, wait, this is the Daytona 500." Yeah, isn't it? I mean that was so Daryl, and and knowing his brother Bobby as well as I did, um, you know that that's that's pure Daryl Waltrip. That's yeah. pure Waltrip right there. And that, to me, that's a defining moment. For him, Randy. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's that's the moment I go back to just growing up and seeing that moment. But as far as the broadcast booth goes, nothing will top the the 2001, the Daytona 500. The, the emotion that first he showed, Fox broadcast. Yeah, I mean, Man. just it being the first broadcast, you know, for that for the team, first of all, and then having to to be you know professional, but at the same time concerned about you know your best friend and you and know. the fact that his brother won the race. And yeah, yeah, just having all those emotions, having to go into one on the very yeah. first broadcast. Together is, has to be it, just. I got another quick one. Really, Jeff Bodine's driving for Bub Moore in the fifteen, and, and oh, Jeff geez. and Daryl get into a little thing on the track. Daryl crashes, so they're interviewing him, and he's trying not to cuss. You could tell he was trying, and he's that turd in the fifteen. <laughs> It was that that moment of silence there. He's trying to come up with a word that he can use on television. The turd was the best he could get. So Jeff was a turd that day, I guess. Chris, do you have a DW memory? I guess for me it's not really a memory. And and I think I've said this before when, when we first announced that he was retiring. But I think for me it's more personal. And it's just him... You know, I, I started covering NASCAR as a media last year and had been going to the track and have been fortunate to go to some of the tracks where Fox has been covering. And just to see him in the garage, and he'll say hi to you even if he doesn't know your name. Absolutely. Uh, he's just such a great guy. He, he'll he sit there. If he, do, if he doesn't have anything to do, like when Fox started doing the pre-race on Pitt Road, he'd just stand there and talk to people, which is just amazing. He is such a great guy. He treats you like you've been friends for years, and it's it's just amazing. Yep. So for me, I've got two memories here: one from the race car, and one from the one from the broadcast booth. Uh, the driving memory of of Daryl's that comes to mind for me actually goes back to a race that he uh, he did not. Uh, one of the uh, wow. Hello. A race he did win but probably shouldn't have uh, was the uh, the inaugural Winston when he blew up yes. coming across the That's line. Right. Yeah. Yeah, my Junior brain stalled, my brain stalled out yeah, there for the a second motor and it exploded just yeah. as he crossed exploded. the start finish line. So did Jake's brain just as second ago. Yeah. Yeah, the the motor did what my that brain did. That was the just, visual yeah. aid that you needed <laughs> to make that memory last. <laughs> um of course, the uh, the the choking on the two hundred thousand dollars comment from oh, yeah. you know, from from later, yeah, you know, two or three Winston's down the road is another when is, Rusty is another put one. Put him in the spin cycle. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. The tide slide. Yeah, tide slide. And then the broadcast the broadcast booth memory for me, I I always give the two thousand one five hundred a pass because that that had so much going on that it just kind of you know that stands on its own. 
But for me, my my favorite Daryl broadcasting moment was the Kurt Busch Ricky Craven finish at Darlington uh, when him and Larry Mack just lost their minds and Mike Joy got shoved. Mike Mike Joy just got shoved into the corner for that one. Have you ever? No, I've never. Yeah, that was. Uh, and they've they've kind of used that. Oh, a gosh, couple times yes. since it's yeah. kind of a running gag. The yes. infamous yeah. vortex theory. Oh, oh yes, the infamous vortex. And I don't care what anybody says. I'm going to miss the boogity 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 thing. I know why Daryl started it. I know what the reason that he keeps doing it, and you know what? Bless his heart for that. He's trying yeah. to trying to just that little moment for the the little kids, and you know, and they took to that, and I think yes. that's uh, you know we're we're gonna miss Daryl's Daryl's passion. We're gonna miss his oh, genuineness, yeah. his authenticity. We're just gonna miss the his way of of describing racing. He just he had a level of fun about everything that he did that you just aren't going to be able to replace. Absolutely. Ugh. And with that, we're going to step aside, because if I try to go into another thought, I'm going to get something thrown at Your me. Your engine's going to blow up again. I know. I <laughs> might just like whack that. you upside the head to reboot you. <laughs> final, <laughs> final thoughts after this. Here's an important message from Rad and this station. Hi, this is Bob Sheehan from Blues Traveler for Rad, recording artists against drunk driving. I like to party just as much as the next guy, maybe even more. But the one thing I won't do after I've had a few is get in the car and drive. Don't blow it. Always choose a designated driver. Remember, music lives and so should you. Motorsports sales professionals. Performance Motorsports is looking to build a team of experienced media sales professionals to represent our programming to the industry's top companies, magazines, and racing series. If you have motorsports sales or marketing experience, know how to work with agencies, understand social media, and are incredibly creative when it comes to working with clients and promotions, then we want to hear from you. Top performers are richly rewarded. Your imagination is the only limit here. Call 717-749-0444. That's 717-749-0444. Or email us at scorpionradiogroup at gmail.com. You want to ask for Sue. You are a waste. A loser. Everyone hates you. Why don't you just stay in your car and keep driving? I'm serious. Drive until you run out of gas and get out of your car and walk until you find someone who doesn't think you're dumber than bricks. Could take a while, but at least all that walking might burn a couple of calories. You may not witness bullying like this every day. Your kids do. They want to help, but they don't know how. Visit StopBullying.gov to learn safe, simple ways your child can help stop bullying. Be more than a bystander at StopBullying.gov. A message from the Ad Council. You own a performance car and you know how to drive, but you want to learn real performance driving. Well, Bunky, get that car off the street and onto the track. Summit Point Motorsports Park, the Mid-Atlantic's premier road racing facility, located just over an hour from D.C. in nearby Summit Point, West Virginia, is the place to go. And you'll find that Friday at the track is going to give you what you need. For less than a monthly car payment, you can attend this regularly scheduled one-day instructional event in your street car on one of Summit Point's three world-class road racing circuits. You'll receive classroom instruction, skid pad instruction in their cars, including front and rear skid control, and four 20-minute in-your-car instructional sessions from a professional instructor. Have fun, go fast, and really learn how to drive. Call 304-725-8444 for class schedules and details. That's 304-725-8444. 
304-725-8444. Friday at the track at Summit Point Motorsports Park. The Performance Motorsports Network is a compilation of shows about motorsports. From technical to controversial to just fun, everything you like about racing and gearhead stuff is right here on one internet channel. The Performance Motorsports Network. Tell your friends about it. Hi, I'm Tyler Reddick, and you're listening to Race Talk on the Performance Motorsports Network. Pick your winner for Sonoma, gents. Uh, well, I think I'm going to go with Mr. Kurt Busch. Oh, wow. That's not where I thought you were going with that. Yes. Randy. Alex Bowman. Is that because you're wearing an 88 shirt? No, it is not. This is just a coincidence. But oh. I've, been, I've picked Alex every time somebody asks me, and I'm going to stick with it. So, so, I was gonna, so, so instead of stick with the Biff, it's stick it's with stick the with Bowman? It's stick with Alex or stick with stick the Bowman. Stick with the Showman. Yes. Stick with the Showman. See, I knew, the if, I knew if we mused about that long enough, we'd come up with something good. Mm-hmm. Okay, so it's now hashtag stick with the Showman. I'm going yes. to tweet that to Alex, considering he followed me the other day, finally. There so. you go. Christopher. Daniel Suarez. Wow, that's interesting. Okay, <laughs> ten four. Um, I said it. I stand by it. Right camp, wrong driver. He's only won there once, but uh, why not? It's his home state. Jimmy Johnson, forty eight. Oh, there you go. I mean, I feel like Clint Boyer and Kurt Busch are going to be the two guys to watch. Martin Truex is another one. He's one of only oh, two, yes. two drivers in the field who's won at Sonoma twice. He's also just, the defending winner of this I race. Feel like doing the two inch limb thing. Fair enough. And with that, we have come to the end of our allotted time, which I hate because this show always feels like we need another hour or something. Yes, yeah. I agree. So for Tom Baker, Randy Miller, Chris Murdoch behind the glass, I'm Jacob Seelman saying thank you to our partners at strutmasters.com as well as my computer career and HMS Motorsport for what they do to make this show possible and reminding you that, that if you're headed to a racetrack this weekend, we might just see you there, perhaps. Especially if you're going to Dominion, you'll see Tom, right? That's right. Tom and Chris will be at Dominion. So y'all have fun with that, and we'll have fun with having another show next week. Till then, keep it off the wall, and we'll see you at the racetrack. You've been listening to Motorsports Madness powered by MyComputerCareer.edu. Training for a better life. You can be an IT professional in as little as four months. Visit MyComputerCareer.edu and take the free career evaluation test today. Motorsports Madness, a Race Chaser Media production. For more exciting and passionate motorsports content, follow Race Chaser Media on Facebook, Instagram, Twitter, and YouTube, and visit RaceChaserMedia.com. The opinions expressed by our guests are their own and do not necessarily reflect those of the staff, management, affiliates, or marketing partners of Race Chaser Media. No part of this show may be reproduced in any manner without the expressed written consent of Race Chaser Media. Thank you for listening.